everybody, and welcome back to another episode. Today's a special episode. We have two guests on with us, and we're going to deep dive into financing for small business owners, talking about SBA loans, and all of that kind of fun stuff. So before we get started, I just want to introduce our guests today. We have Zenya Slack and David Price over at Delphinus Capital. So David and Zenya, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hello. Thank you. Hello, Mike. Awesome. So... To get started here, let, let's just let's just start off with an easy question to kind of set the stage for for the listeners, and that's just basically what funding options, traditional through the government, whatever it might be, but what funding options are generally available for small businesses? There are a number of funding options available for small businesses, uh, ranging from the uh, traditional commercial lending all the way through to the uh, SBA loans, and those typically are the 7As, the 504s. The most popular one that we deal with and get most requests for from small businesses are the SBA 7A loan programs. Okay. And so let's talk about those. What is an SBA 7A loan program? Well, that's a great question. You know, there's, uh, this is really the most popular and most used loan type of the Small Business Administration's lending program. And it's really designed to assist small businesses in obtaining capital with reasonable terms and reasonable rates. The, uh, these SBA 7A loans, they're issued by private lenders and they're backed by the SBA, which is which makes them easier to uh, to be obtained. The terms, they really vary by the loan type and the lender. And these loan amounts, they can range from as low as $50,000 all the way up to $5 million. So a nice range there. The maximum length of the loan is 25 years for something like real estate, but you can get seven to 10 years for working capital. One question we get asked a lot uh, about is the interest rates. And they're always going to be uh, based upon the prime rate plus between one to two and a half points, depending upon the lender. Okay. That makes sense. So, you know, it sounds like, you know, and, and we hear SBA a lot. And so when you're talking about new businesses or existing businesses, SBA loans come up a lot traditionally just because sometimes they're they're easier to obtain or the interest rates better. So do you find that a tr- normal small business owner is you're, you're traditionally going to send them down the route of, of an SBA loan versus say commercial le- lending or private equity or something like that. If they're within those kind of parameters of loan amounts between 50,000 and 5 million and, and things like that. Yes. We generally recommend to try the SBA 7A loan program first due to the uh, ease of eligibility and um, the lenders are more prone to lend through the 7A program because it's less risk to them since the SBA 7A is backed by the SBA. So it's less risk to the, to the lenders, therefore easier to obtain for the small businesses. Makes sense. So let's kind of talk deeper about that. Who is eligible for an SB7A loan? 
So there's a number of requirements that the SBA puts on for uh, who meets certain criteria to get a loan. The first one is that it's got to operate as a for-profit business. And then it's got to meet the SBA's definition of a small business. So that means that it's got to have less than 500 employees, less than $7.5 million in revenue on average per year for the past three years. It's got to have tangible net worth, uh, less than $15 million. Uh, it's got to have been in business for two years. It's got to operate in the United States. There's a big one, obviously. It's, it's the uh, United States SBA. So it's got to operate within the USA. It's got to demonstrate that it's got a need for the loan. Uh, the use of funds, they've got to have a sound business purpose for that. And uh, the borrowers, they've got to be US citizens or green card holders as well. And obviously, what's important is that they can't be delinquent on any existing debt application to the U.S. government. So uh, certain types of businesses, such as real estate investment firms, multi-facility, uh, multi-family homes, religious organizations, gambling businesses, these ones aren't eligible for 7A loans. Um, that's uh, They're definitely out of the picture. We can get them other... Uh, other funding, there's other funding options for those. What's also uh, important to point out is that uh, lenders are going to require a credit score of at least 680 or higher to be considered for the loan. So that's that's uh, obviously important as well. And then what they're using the funds on uh, is going to be important. As you pointed out, they've got to have a sound business purpose. So they can be used for operational expenses, uh, refinancing certain high-cost debts, hiring employees, purchasing new inventory or equipment, uh, supporting marketing costs, purchasing land, and commercial real estate too. Okay, that makes sense. And so one thing that kind of caught my eye on one of the items that you mentioned is that they must be in business for at least two years. So, you know, I, I think a question that I have is, is, is there options out there for businesses that maybe haven't been in business for two years? Maybe they've just started a business uh, and been in business for a year, or maybe they're launching a business. So they haven't even started anything yet, but do need funding to help launch that business. Is there SBA options available for that? Yes, yes, absolutely. There are SBA uh, programs for startups. And um, that is also within the 7 program. It's primarily for um, real if the startup is purchasing real estate equipment, um, if they have existing debt, but startups are most definitely uh, eligible for SBA finance too. Now, there are two criteria that go in, into the approval um, for the startups. They will look at a resume of owners, whether there's one owner or multiple owners, to make sure that the business owner has enough experience in that given industry. And secondly, that the business owners are sound as far as their personal financials. So they will be able to maintain a payment in case the business does not work out. 
Got it. And so what about a different situation too? And I'm assuming this kind of would fall under that realm of the 7A program, but you know, what if you're purchasing a business? So, you know, I'm never a business owner in my life, say, and I go and uh, I've been going to this gym for 10 years and, you know, really getting to know the owner and they say, Hey, we want to get out. Are you interested in taking over this for me? Is there a loan program too, that would allow you to purchase an existing business that's already operating? Absolutely. 7A is a great program for business acquisition. It's one of the, the most used uh, programs actually for business acquisition. As long as the business itself is sound and has enough cash flow to support debt, and as long as the buyer has a high credit score and enough experience in the industry, this one is a very easy loan when it comes to the 7A. The most lenders uh, okay, got it. Now, talking about these kind of SBAs, what would you say if there was kind of a downfall to them or a disadvantage to uh, an SBA loan? What would you say it would be? What, what what would be a reason on why you'd encourage someone that, hey, maybe there is a better route for you to go down? So SBAs primarily are prime-based prime rates. And if the borrower is looking to uh, for more fixed rate financing, and they don't want to provide uh, any type of personal guarantee or any type of collateral, or they don't want to go through expensive paperwork, there will be a reason why they would go to a traditional bank, or they would perhaps not qualify for an, a 7A loan initially. What I've seen is borrowers, uh, they get approved for traditional loans and they wait one or two years once they have enough cash flow, once they've proven the business model, they can then refinance with the seven eight loan. Got it. And that makes sense. Now, uh, we were talking about kind of before we jumped on about some other kind of SBA loan options outside of the 7A or maybe, a, you know, kind of a, a, an offshoot of it that you guys do specifically that some lenders don't do. So can you explain uh, two of those options and kind of what uh, what they're made for, what, who would qualify and what that would look like? Yeah, absolutely. So we got some great options uh, based around working capital program. A lot of times businesses want access to working capital in order to run their business. And the working capital program actually falls under the SBA 7A uh, program. So there's a couple of different programs uh, available. One uh, we call Bolt. It offers working capital up to $150,000. It's very easy, very straightforward, minimal paperwork and very, very quick. Uh, all we basically require is a 680 FICO score, two years in business, um, and it takes about one week to process. Um, they, we can get a 10-year term period. It's prime plus 2.75%. There's no prepayment penalty. So if somebody says, hey, I just I don't need it anymore. I just want to pay that off. They can do that immediately. And that's great. And we can get people, uh, businesses, up to $150,000 and that's 30 is based on 30% of gross revenue from the prior tax return. So if someone's got making say gross revenue of 500,000, they can get uh, 150,000 very quickly, very easily uh, with minimal work. Uh, and then we've got the flash cap 
option as well. And that can get somebody up to $350,000 for that working capital. A slightly lower need on the FICO score at 660. Uh, so it's very doable. Just need those two years in business uh, and then just use using that as working capital, debt refinance, equipment purchase, et cetera. There's no collateral. There's no collateralization on that. It's very, very easy. And that's got an average turnaround time of three weeks. So it's uh, it's a very nice option. And it's become very, very popular in these difficult business times for, uh, for companies to take that sort of option on. Makes sense. And so I, I guess that kind of brings me back to the, when we were originally talking about your, say, traditional SB7A loans. What is the typical turnaround time of a more traditional loan like that? You know, how quickly are those getting funded? So we work with SBA preferred lenders only. And what that means when a lender, a particular financial institution, receives a preferred status from SBA, that means they can approve the loan in-house using their own underwriting practices, which cuts the time significantly. Um, And these loans can be approved within two months. If the lender is not preferred, and in instance, let's say the borrower walks into their local bank, speaks with their local uh, banker, they will not know whether they have the preferred status or not. This can take up to four months, even longer with current SBA uh, backlog. So for that reason, we only work with preferred lenders and quick turnaround. We've approved loans within three to four weeks. Okay. Makes sense. And another question that I have kind of related to that is, um, is there any amount due or any down payment that needs to be done on a traditional 7, uh, 7A loan? Yes. So apart from the BOLT program and the flash cap program, those two programs, they don't have down payments and they don't have any closing costs associated with them. The traditional 7A loans, however, they require an SBA guarantee fee that is directly paid to the SBA and that's financed along with the loan. So there are no upfront fees. The SBA prohibits any lenders to charge that processing fees, application fees, uh, brokerage fees. But the, the guarantee fees are paid directly to the SBA and that's financed into the loan amount. Typically, it varies based on there with tiers. So depending on a tier, the percentage will vary. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think that this has been really, you know, helpful for small business owners out there because I think traditionally people think that getting a loan or going through that whole process is is difficult. They probably won't qualify and there's just a lot of work involved in it. And, you know, sometimes they might limit and say, hey, I'm not going to invest in this or I'm not going to buy this piece of equipment because I just don't want to go through that process. And I think that, you know, hopefully what we've talked about here and what you guys have outlined is that that's not necessarily the case. And th- and there is a lot of options out there, especially that are government backed that can help uh, small businesses in this area so that they don't have to make that decision. They know that this process can be relatively easy, can sometimes be pretty quick, but is a valid option to help small businesses grow. Indeed. Absolutely. It can be a complex, daunting process with many pitfalls when a company is trying to raise capital 
uh, unless they've been through it, they're very experienced. It can be a bit of a nightmare, but uh, what we aim to do is to take the headache out of it, simplify the process, offer all the options, and do the, the, uh, do the running around uh, for the business so that we can leverage uh, 100-plus lenders around the country, finding the right solution. We know based upon the, uh, the vertical market, the use of funds, the uh, geographical location, exactly where to place that company for the best terms and to make sure that that company uh, gets their money. Uh, for any of these 7A programs, there's absolutely no fee. We, uh, we work hard for the business and get them what they need and uh, make their life easier. Excellent. Well, you know, this has been really helpful. And we also have in the show notes, you'll be able to find a blog post that David and Zenia wrote up for us that kind of outlines much of what we talked about today and also has some information if you're interested in reaching out to them. But uh, David, Zenia, can you just uh, give the audience and listeners uh, some information on where they can find you guys if they're interested in learning out more? Yes, absolutely. You can find us on our website. That's delphinuscapital.com. That's D-E-L-P-H-I-N-U-S capital.com. And if they want to email us, info at delphinuscapital.com. And we'll be pleased to help them. Okay, excellent. And we'll have all the information in the show notes on our blog post where you can reach out to them, have us introduce you to both David and Zenia, as well as kind of learn more and get a summary of what we talked about today. So David, Zenia, thank you for coming on. I appreciate you guys taking the time. And, you know, I know this is going to be super helpful and maybe just hopefully open up the eyes for for some of those business owners that were holding back on, on investing in their business simply because they didn't want to go down this journey. Uh, but maybe they found out that there is some relatively easier options out there available to them to, to help take their business to that next level. So David, Zenia, thanks for coming on. Thank you. Thank you, Marco. It's been a pleasure.